Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Today, I would like to go to the third sermon on Psalm 128, verses 1 to 6 again. Please go back to listen to the first two in the YouTube or in the podcast. Let me read again. We talk about the key to build a successful and strong family. In Psalm 128, verses 1 to 6, a song of essence. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walked in His ways. How many people want to be blessed by God? The key is fear the Lord, take God seriously, put God as a center of your life. Who walk in his ways. How can you know his way if you don't know the word? That's why we produce so many teachings so you know God's way. You will eat the fruit of your labor. So whatever you touch will be successful. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. We learned from the first two verses from two Sundays ago, three Sundays ago, that the key to build a successful family is that the husband and the wife take God seriously. Fear the Lord. Obey the Lord. And you shall see the blessing in your life. I'm not teaching this from just theory, from the Bible school. I'm teaching this from my own personal experiences. I and Pastor Da have been living in reverence and the honor of God, and we fear God all this year for 38, 39 years. From the first weekend that I accepted Christ, I walked that way. And I can see the blessing, prosperity of God upon our life. And then verse 3 continued to say, Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Now you mean a man. All the men in this room, you must lead your family to the right way. That is God's way. Your son will be like olive shoots around your table. Thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. You can see here that God emphasized one more time. Man, if you fear God, God shall bless you. And then your wife will be like a vine that will cling to you and climb on you or grow, and they'll cluster, produce the grapes, and then become beautiful wife, very delicious wife, and will make you drunk in her love, and she will grow and prosper and develop, and she will be a very powerful woman because the man did the right thing for the wife. And not only that, the kids around the table shall grow up to be olive tree, that produce olive fruit. The olive will be used for medicine, for massage, and for many things. So your children will be fruitful in the community and will be used by God because the man fear the Lord. So we learned that from last Sunday. And then verse 5, I can continue verse 5 and 6 today. May the Lord bless you. How many people like the blessing? I like the blessing. May the Lord bless you from Zion all the days of your life. Oh, I like that. All the days, not just one day, not just one week. All the days of your life, 
May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem, and may you live to see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. So today we're going to learn more from Psalm 128. Last two times we learned about fear the Lord. God is the center. We learned that if the husband is a godly man, produce the atmosphere of heaven in the home, the atmosphere of love, honor, sensitivity, respect, and serving, and bring the anointing of God back home. The husband is the man who fear God with the anointing and the grace of God on his life. That blessing will flow into the wife. The wife will grow and cling and produce fruit, and the. Kids will be like olive tree to produce fruit as well. We learned last Sunday. Now, in order for the family to be strong, to last until the end, and to be fruitful and to be happy, the third principle we learn in verse four and five is that. Let me read one more time. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you out of Zion. And may you see the good of Jerusalem or prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. So when the man fear God, he will be blessed. And then he need to understand the principle of God that if you want your family to be blessed and to be strong, you need to hook your family up with a local church, good local church, science. Is the terminology in the Bible? Zion means actually geographically. Zion is a hill outside the old wall of Jerusalem. So when we talk about Zion in the Bible, it means many things. Number one, Jerusalem. Number two, the city of God. Number three, it means the city of David. Actually, David took Zion from the Jebusite and built the citadel. And his home or his palace over that hill. So Zion is the city of David. But in the New Testament, the word Zion symbolically means the city of God in heaven and also the local church today. When we talk about Zion in the New Testament, we talk about the local church. Hebrew chapter twelve verses twenty two and twenty three. Hebrew twelve twenty two and twenty three. If you read before that, you find out that the children of Israel faced the fire and the cloud and all the kind of scary thing at Mount Sinai because God came in with big power. But then, now we talk about now in the New Testament time, we are coming into something else, not Mount Sinai, but you have come to Mount Sion, to the heavenly. Jerusalem, the city of the living God, you have come to thousand upon thousand of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the Judge of all men, to the spirits of righteous men made perfect. So, according to the context of this scripture, and continue in verses twenty-four and twenty-five that I will read in a few minutes here, you can see here that. When the Book of Psalm talk about in hundred twenty eight talk about you will be blessed by Zion. The Bible say that the Lord bless you from Zion. It means that your family shall be maintained, shall be blessed 
from the local church. You connect your family with a good local church. Zion is not the city of Jerusalem. You cannot fly to Jerusalem every week. The local church is the Jerusalem for us spiritually right now. We came to Zion. This is a principle. This is a truth. When a family, husband and wife and the kids, pray together, worship God together, and serve God together, that family will stay and will last. But if you don't put God as the center of your household, it can break up. It can have a big problem. Therefore, the family that has God as the center, and God say, my body, Jesus is the head. My body is my church. You cannot just connect to the head. You need to connect to the body as well. The body is the church of Jesus Christ. Hebrew 10, 24, 25 continue to say, And let us consider and give attentive, continuous care to watching over one another. The church is the community, is the family of God that we watch over one another to make sure that we are not in sin, we are not goofy, we are the good husband, Men will watch over men, women watch over women, studying how we may stir up, stimulate, and incite to love and helpful deeds and noble activities, not forsaking or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as is the habit of some people, but admonishing, warning, urging, encouraging one another, and all the more Faithfully as you see the day approaching. You can see here that God warns us, don't miss church. I will never miss church if I don't have emergency surgery. Unless I get called to the emergency room, I will be in the church. From the first day I accept Christ, I accepted Christ on Saturday night in Thailand. Next day I woke my wife up and said, let's go to church. And since that day on, I commit myself to a local church. Never miss the church. If I have to choose between ski and church, I choose church. I'd rather go ski on Saturday, not Sunday. I put God first in my life. And I can see now that God really, really blessed me and my family. If you plan to have a long-term family, you must be serious about leading your family to the right biblical Glorious church. I remember when I first moved to America, I was on call 29 days. I was off only one day a month. The rest all work, work, work as a chief resident. Chief resident on call every day. At that generation, my generation, I'm the only chief resident. Now they have four. It's not fair. <laughs> Because many years ago in New York, One chief resident performed surgery and the patient died and they find out that the reason because chief resident lacked sleep and make a big mistake. So it's a big lawsuit in America. After that, the medical school say no more one resident, chief resident, you, have, you need four. People have to not working more than 80 hours a week. But at that time, me, 29 days, nonstop, every day in my generation. So... Saturday night, sometimes I perform surgery until 3 a.m. I wake up in the morning and say, Da, Tanida, go to church. And my kid may say, I'm tired. And I say, I'm more tired than you. 
Sometimes I go to church, I fall asleep a little bit because I didn't sleep all night. But I still build the habits and the lifestyle of my family, my wife and my kids to go to church every single Sunday, no matter how tired I am. I still go to church because I want to seek God's first. Because I have in my heart, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. I will go to prayer meeting. We have prayer meeting on Saturday here. I come to the prayer meeting. Even a few people show up. Yesterday, we have only three men show up because all the wives go to another meeting. We still pray because the Lord remind me, son, your life is blessed because you seek me first. You cannot do anything without my grace. So come and seek me. So I come to pray, even though sometimes it's inconvenient. Sometimes I have a lot of things to do on Saturday to prepare for Sunday. But I still come to seek the Lord. Many families failed because they lacked the maintenance and the training programs of the local church. It means that they don't connect to a good local church. And that's why their family life is falling apart. If your wife wakes you up on Sunday and says, Honey, wake up, let's go to church. You should get up and go. You shouldn't argue with her. Because God is the one who's going to bless you and help you. You remember this? Even though I'm tired on Saturday night, I come to church on Sunday, but I remember that God is the one who gave me the job at University of Washington. God is the one who gave me the job in Bellevue. God is the one who gave me power and strength to be, to be able to perform surgery well. And when the patient come back to me, they love me, they hug me. Actually, two days ago, three days ago, one patient of mine who was operated by an orthopedic surgeon two times, both times make him worse and worse. He was in bad shape. This man, 50 years old, he was in bad shape. A lot of pain. After two surgeries, he, make, he got worse. The surgeon put things in the wrong place and make him worse. He came to me. He's scared because he doesn't want to do any more surgery. By the grace of God, I fixed it. Within two hours, he woke up. The pain is gone. He hugged me and said, you changed my life. You changed my life. Who is behind the scene that made me know what to fix? Actually, God told me everything, how to fix the problem that the orthopedic surgeon made mistake. I fixed everything by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I need to know that my practice is successful not because of me, but because God helped me. I need to choose God first. I need to commit my life to a local church. I need to go to the prayer meeting. I need to get my kids to the Sunday school. My grandchildren read the Bible every night. They need to learn. Actually, yesterday, my daughter shared with me that my granddaughter read the Bible and say, uh, Mom, it sounds like not fair. All the wicked people in the Bible sound like all the women. And I said, no, 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 no. Men too in the Bible. So because she reads some passage to talk about wicked women, in, I think it might be the book of Proverbs or something. Yeah, so no, no, not only women. Men also, some men are wicked. Amen? So God sees the importance that we need the training. We need the teaching. We need the discipling, discipleship correction, spiritual covering. We need to be filled, to be renewed, to be refreshed 
in the good local church, so that the family will be blessed and will be prosperous. We need the church community. God knows that from the beginning when He created the heavens and the earth, and that's why He set out the rule to the children of Israel. He created the heaven and earth for six days, and by the day seven, He said, "I need to rest." And you need to rest. What does it mean, rest? Sabbath day is holy. It doesn't mean that he is tired. No, he rests so that he can enjoy what he created. For us, we also must have a Sabbath day too, that we can rest to enjoy the Creator. He rested to enjoy His creation, but now we rested to enjoy the Creator. We come into the presence of God. I know that in the Old Testament, the children of Israel have Sabbath day on the seven days. But now we are in the New Testament. The born again Christian in the New Testament change the Sabbath day to the first day of the week. This is not my idea. In Acts chapter twenty verse seven, now on the first day of the week, which is Sunday. When the disciples came together to break bread, Paul, ready to depart the next day, spoke to them and continued his message until midnight. So you can see that the early church Christians met together on the first day of the week. First Corinthians chapter sixteen verse two: On the first day of the week, they came together. Let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper. That there be no collections when I come. Paul wrote a letter to Corinthians. Hey, Sunday you show up together. You lay aside. You get income. You put money outside. I have my own charitable account. Every time money come into my personal account, I will put ten percent or fifteen percent into my charitable account. I lay aside. And on Sunday, this morning when I wake up, I pull my checkbook out. I write the check. So that on Sunday I come and put something for God from my income that I put aside for God. You see, that is Sunday. They came together to give to God. You may say, "But Pastor, I'm busy. I need to go ski. I need to go to snowboarding on Sunday. I need to make money. Pastor, I need to sell homes on Sunday." I need to sell car on Sunday. I need to open restaurant on Sunday. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, but you remember this: if you fear the Lord, let me read one more time. If you fear the Lord, you will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. If you choose God first, God can do the rest for you. Amen. In my practice right now. Two of my neurosurgeon colleagues, they told me that their cases drop so much because there are four neurosurgeons in one hospital and two new neurosurgeons in another hospital. Six new neurosurgeons come in. We used to have only three of us, and now nine neurosurgeons in small city. But you know, my practice still the same. Nothing affect me. Why? I choose God first. God still take care of my needs. He still prosper the work of my hand. The patient still happy. The patient love me, not because I'm a great neurosurgeon. No, because God 
show favor to me. I take care of his church. He take care of my business. I take care of his business. He take care of my business. I enjoy to come on Sunday. My Sabbath day, I come and enjoy the presence of the Lord. He will take care of my work. Why I enjoy His presence? That's why our church love the presence of God. We love to have God presence here. We spend time in worshiping and worshiping because worship will bring the presence of God. When you look in the Bible, God command His people not to come to church with long face, with complain, with bad attitude. Look at Deuteronomy 12 verse 7. God said to the children of Israel, "When you got into the promised land, you set aside a place for me to worship me." And verse 7 say, "And there, there is the place of worship. You shall eat before the Lord. That's why we eat once a month here." Before the Lord your God, and you shall rejoice. Everyone say rejoice in all to which you have put your hand, and you and your household in which the Lord your God has blessed you. The whole week, God bless us. We go to work. God take care of us, protect us from accident. We come to Sunday. Hallelujah! We rejoice in the Lord who blesses us. We don't come to church with a long face. We smile. We happy. Look at Deuteronomy 16 verse 11, and you shall rejoice before the Lord. Everyone, ha ha ha, ho ho ho, amen. You come to church, you should smile. Can I see your smile? Ha 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 ha. Can I hear the Indonesian laughter? Indonesian laughter. Who are Indonesian in this room? <laughs> Can I hear American laughter? <laughs> Hallelujah. Can I hear the Thai laughter? Thai. Thai don't know how to laugh? Okay. How about Mexican laughter? Oh, very loud. Very good. Okay. Mexican win. <laughs> and you shall rejoice before the Lord your God, you and your son and daughter. Not only us, our son and daughter, your man, man servant and maid servant, and the Levite who is within your town, the stranger and the temporary resident, the fatherless and the widow who are among you, at the place in which the Lord your God chose to make His name and His presence dwell. I like that. His presence dwell there. We love the presence of God. Amen? So, we choose God first. And we come to celebrate the presence of God. To enjoy the presence of God together. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, the Bible says, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. I have proven this truth in the past 38 years. I choose God first, and I can see that God really blessed me and my family. As the head of the household, God blesses. I like another one. Let me read to you. In Psalm 92, verse 12 to 14. Psalm 92, 12 to 14 say, The righteous, how many people are the righteous in this room? The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. 
They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. What is the key to build a successful family? What is the key to live a long life? To be fruitful, to be prosperous, healthy, and strong. One of the keys is to plant yourself in a good local church. What happens if you are a church hopper? A church hopper is like a plant that put in to the ground. Three days later, pull out. Go to another one, put it in. Three days later, pull out. Put another one in. You think that tree is going to be fruitful? No, that tree will die. God's principle never changes. You need to commit yourself. You need to root yourself in a very good local church. Definitely, we are not a perfect church. We still have a lot of things that we lack in this church because we are human beings and we have imperfect people here. If you go to perfect church, let me know. I never find one yet because there is no perfect church yet. We have imperfect people here. We are not Jesus, but we do our best. What we do our best, number one, we're going to present to you the truth. I will not compromise the teaching on the pulpit. Two, we make, you make sure that we build a loving family. That this church is holy, righteous, no game around, no sin, no demon. Get out of here, demons. We don't want sin in this church. We don't want any politics in this church. We want to be a pure, holy, glorious church. The bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. After the revival service, Pastor Da had a dream of cleaning a house. Clean, clean, clean. And when she woke up, God spoke to her. I'm going to clean my house first. The church, which is going to be the bride of Jesus Christ, need to be holy and pure, wearing the white linen. We don't play game in this church. We don't play politics. Amen? No manipulation, no witchcraft around, no demon around. Number three, we want the presence of God to be here. The church without the presence of God is just a religious group of people. We need the tangible presence of God. We do our best, and we want to fulfill the great commission. Amen? And we root ourselves in there to grow and to flourish. Verses 4 to 6 in Psalm 128, let me continue to say, Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you out of Zion, out of the local church. And may you see the prosperity of the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, you may see your children's children. All the day of your life is not just 50 years. But you will see children, children. You live a long life. Peace, shalom, be upon Israel. When we talk about the word shalom, you need to understand that the word shalom means this in the Hebrew language. Peace, protection, prosperity, power, provision, Productivity and prophetic words. Seven P. Let me repeat again. Everyone say peace. peace. Protection. Protection. Prosperity. Prosperity. Power. power. Provision. provision. Productivity. Prophetic. prophetic words. So God speak to you. You hear the voice of God. And God say, when the husband... Become a godly husband who really fear God, love God, that the blessing and the favor of God is on him. The wife will grow as a vine 
that produce grapes. And the kids in the house are going to be a very fruitful olive trees. And the whole family go to the church, receive teaching and training and accountability and spiritual covering in the local church. The family even flourish more because you need one another. You need the church. You flourish more. And when you flourish more, you will be the blessing to the community. The whole church will be blessed by you. The prosperity of Jerusalem, Jerusalem means the church nowadays. And prosperity will come. So when we come together with godly family like this, what happens? We bless each other. The community of believers will be the blessing place. People will be healthy, family strong, people get healed, demons come out, people who don't have job will be blessed. The blessing will come into the community, the prosperity of Jerusalem. And not only that, yes, you will see peace upon Israel, which means your city, your nation, your workplace, your school. When you go to anywhere, your life will really bless and impact society, community, and also the country. Amen? So the key starts from the family. The family has to be together. Love one another, build a family to be godly, and that family, join the local church, and you're going to see prosperity in Jerusalem, in, in local church. And also, we planted a church in Thailand a few years ago. The church started with 20 people. Right now, they're bigger than us. They have 600 people. And everyone who go there, get healed, get delivered, and for the fire of God move, they cast out demons. And one couple, they're almost at the verge of divorce, this couple. And the husband have 30 million bahts in debt from the father. If the father make a big mistake, he signed to guarantee he got the debt, 30 million bahts. After he came to that church, got touched by the fire of God, the debt paid off in one year. And now the family, very strong, traveled to mission trip with me to Europe. And the son used to go to hospital every week, have some kind of allergy, bad problem. Now the son is so strong and healthy. And he said, I want to be preacher and doctor like Dr. Lau. So the son now is strong. Why? Because he joined into the good church there. Corruption and corrosion disappeared from their life. God wants to bless his people. God wants to use your family to be the blessing to the nations. In Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 to 3. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. You will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. And all the families on earth will be blessed. My dear brothers and sisters, if you do the right thing according to what I teach, you build a very strong family, you join the good local church, you shall be blessed. And not only that you are blessed, you will bless other people in the church. And you will bless people in your community, in your workplace, in your school, in your classroom. You shall be the blessing to other people. But where does it start? It starts with your relationship with God. Sometimes people come to our church. Listen carefully. 
Sometimes people come to our church and say to me, Pastor, your children program is not as good as that big church. Your youth program, uh, not as good as that big church. Oh, you don't have nice building here. That church has nice carpet and nice light. Oh, I don't like this church. It's wrong idea. You know, your blessing is not about only this church. Can you imagine? I and Pastor Da start this church from the basement of our house. Our kids were young. We did not have even a pulpit like this. I used a table to put my sermon on. We did not have a worship team. Pastor Da had to carry joy one year or six months up on the apartment to go follow up somebody and teach the Bible. They sleep on the floor while Pastor Da and I teaching somebody to make disciples when the church only 30 members only. They did not have any spectacular children program, any youth program. Yesterday, I got the good news. Joy husband get a position at Yakima. Only two hours from here. Very good deal as a hospitalist. He's going to graduate by this June. He got a good deal. I listened to him. I'm so jealous. <laughs> wow. You know why? Why God bless them? God bless Tanida, Joy, Paul. Because not of children program in this church. We start from nothing. But because I and Pastor Da love God. Seek God first all the days of our life. We never miss church. We build a church. We love God. We surrender to God. We repent of our sin. We always say like this. I like what Jesus said. Abba Father, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. So many times we have our human idea. And when the Bible confronts us with the truth, the Holy Spirit confronts us with the truth, we have to make a choice. My way or God's way? I and Pastor Da, all this time of our life, we choose God's way. We are willing to say, not my will, but your will shall be done. I remember when it started to move in the fire, lay hand on the people. Oh, I got a lot of persecution. A lot of people think I'm crazy. But the Lord said, you fear man or fear God? I want you to lay hand. I want you to move in the fire. You're going to please people or please me. I say, Lord, your will, not my will. People may reject me. That's okay. But now I can see the blessing of the Lord is on our family. Amen? And if you live that kind of life, build a good family, godly family, you go to church, you get involved in a local church, you serve the Lord, you're going to make a difference in the next generation. You're going to make a big difference in the community because you serve the Lord. And I know that part of it because my son-in-law, Dr. Sack, his dad is a pastor too. So both sides, the parents are pastors, love God. He, right now, he works in the hospital as a chaplain. Both sides love God and God bless both of them. Exodus chapter 20, verses 5 to 6. 
Let me read a couple of scripture and I will be done. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. If you want the blessing in your family, to go down to your daughters, you need to keep the commandments of the Lord. Amen. Don't give excuses. Oh, I don't need to obey God. You know, you obey God. And then the blessing will go down to the thousand generation. Raise your children in the way of God. One day when you die, I hope, one day when I die and when you die, your children will remember that you raised them in the way of God, in the fear of God. They should not remember that you fight all the time in the house. You grumble all the time. You always watch pornography. You always think about something else more than him. Or you always complain about the church, complain about your pastor. Or you just never smile and have a bad attitude in front of them. You, they see you pray. They see you go to church. They see you serve the Lord. They see you as a giver. You bring people to your home, feed them, evangelize to them, get them saved. You go to the prayer line and your children say, wow, my dad loved the fire of God. You go to prayer meeting and your kids say, wow, I remember all these things that my dad and my mom love God so much. And when you do that, they grow up, you pass to the next generation the legacy and the inheritance of the Lord because you lead them that way. It's not about church program. It's not about anything in the church only. Yes, we do the best to have the best program, but we are not perfect. But it's about you and me, how we love the Lord. Frankly, it's about the parents, the husband and the wife. Let me read one more scripture and I will finish. Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 and Genesis 35 verse 11. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. 35, 11. And God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. He said again, many chapters later, Be fruitful and multiply. You will become a great nation. Even many nations, kings will be among your descendants. When you buy a very expensive product, like a car or a watch or a computer, you want to make sure that the company or the manufacturer give you a warranty that if something bad happened, they will take it back, repair, and send back to you. How many people want warranty of your product? Maybe two years warranty. God, according to scripture, he is El Shaddai. The manufacturer of family institution is not man. It's not American government. It's not the media. It's not the school. The manufacturer of God's family is God himself. Amen. In order to get the warranty that 
you shall have blessed life. Your descendant will be the king, will be successful. You need to bring your family back to God, and say, God, I give my family to you. You can tell me what I need to do. And the El Shaddai say, Okay, serve me, serve me, and I will take care of you. I will take care of you and your descendant, and you shall live a long life until you shall see your children, children. You shall have my peace, shalom in your family. Take God first. Build a family in godly way. Commit yourself in a good local church. This doesn't have to be this church. Any church God leads you to, and then you will see the El Shaddai give you warranty. He will stand behind his product, your family, and he shall bless your family. Amen. Amen. Do you like that? Yes. So today we learn: commit yourself to a local church, be trained, be built up. Serve the Lord. If in the past years you are not a godly husband, you abuse your wife, you don't show love to him, uh, to her, not him. I say it wrong. Sorry, to him, uh, to her. You know, you know. Okay, I try to see that you're awake or not. You should repent, and you should say, God, from today on. I'm going to be a godly husband. If you are a wife that don't care about your husband, just go out to work and don't care about your children, I ask you to repent today and say, from now on, I'm going to be a godly wife who clings, who climbs, and who cluster around my husband. If you are the children who you may be teenager in this room and you are rebellious against your father, your mother, I ask you to repent. And said, from now on, I will honor my parents. If you have this kind of idea in the past, oh, when I I feel like it, I go to church. Oh, when I uh, I'm not tired, I go to church. Otherwise, I'm sorry, I'm busy. If you have that idea, all these years, I ask you to repent. You cannot do that to God. You need to put the Sabbath holy and submit to the Lord, and your life shall be blessed by the Lord more than what you try to do yourself. It pays. God will take care of you. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us the principle in Psalm 128 that we can be blessed out of Zion. And we're going to see the prosperity and the good in Jerusalem, in our church community. And we can see peace in Israel. We're going to see the blessing from our life. We will make a big difference in our society because we'll build a godly family, Lord. Lord, we believe in your promise. You never lie. You say in the Bible, Lord, bless are those who fear you and walk in your path. Lord, help us to fear you and to obey your commandments all the days of our life. 
Lord, we are not legalistic people. We obey because we love you, not because we have to. We obey because we know it's good for us. It's beneficial to us, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We believe, Father, the family in this house and all those family who listen to this teaching shall put this teaching into practice, and they shall see the result, the outcome. Lord, show your goodness to us, so that we can repent more and more each day. Lord, Father, I pray that you give. Your people, good breaks. You give them supernatural breakthroughs. All things are possible with you, Lord. You take care of them. You bless them. You give them victory. Give them grace and favor, Lord. We thank you so much. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord. Is there anyone in this room don't know Jesus Christ yet? I want to encourage you to really give your life to Jesus. Or you are not sure that you are born again. I want to ask you to give your life to Jesus. Can you pray with me? Speak out loud with me. Father in heaven, I give my life to you. You are my Creator. I repent of my sin. I will walk with you, Jesus. You are my Savior and my Lord. You died for me. Come into my life, Jesus. From today on, you are my Lord and my Savior. I repent of my sin. All the days of my life, in Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www. NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.